So Canada's former Chief of Defence Staff, General Jonathan Vance, has now been charged with one count of obstruction of justice. It's all related to the probe by military police into the allegations of inappropriate behaviour that have been surrounding him since... Uh, back in February, I believe, is when it first came to light. So let's get the details on exactly what has happened here and how it's now led to criminal charges being filed against Vance. We have Amanda Connolly joining us to discuss that. Uh, good morning, Amanda. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So uh, just bring us up to speed here. This, These charges are directly in relation to him, allegedly, uh, interfering with the investigation into allegations of inappropriate conduct, correct? Yeah, so what we know right now is that there is one one charge, one count of obstruction of justice. This was laid by the military police, uh, and they're, they're alleging, again, none of this has been proven in court, but the allegation here by military police is that um, Vance attempted to obstruct the course of justice between um, February 1st and February 3rd uh, into the, the investigation that was being, uh, that was, un- that was being, becoming underway um, following the reports by Global News that he was facing allegations of inappropriate behavior. So uh, the military police certainly saying that uh, they, they have taken this step here because they believe, or they allege at least, that he had been attempting to interfere in that uh, and that they they had assumed, like, they, they took over the investigation basically on February 4th and it was during the course of the investigation, they say, that the obje- obstruction of justice is alleged to have occurred. So certainly a lot to unpack here. Vance is due in court on September 7th. 17th. Uh, this really is a, a significant development in a story that that has really rocked the Canadian military. Yeah, and Amanda, you mentioned Global News and how they've sort of brought this whole situation to light. In fact, um, one of the people who claims she was behind the allegations against Vance was on the West Block with Mercedes Stevenson, and she sort of documented how he interfered with the investigation, saying that he'd contacted her several times. Yes, yeah, so one of the women at the heart of the allegations here, Major Kelly Brennan, identified herself on the West Block, as you say there, on February 21st. She spoke about her experience uh, w- with Vance, and during that interview said that Vance had called her many times following the initial report about the allegations. In Brennan's words, she says that he, quote, told me to lie, um, end quote. Uh, certainly when we heard testimony from uh, Major Kelly Brennan at the parliamentary committee that was studying this as well, uh, she recounted some of those comments to that committee saying that um Effectively, there there had been uh, there had been questions raised about whether the, the the military police would be able to carry this out. Right. That uh, Vance had told her he was untouchable, that he owned the military police, and really we're we're kind of seeing a lot of concern here. Where we have seen a lot of concern about whether military police could handle a, a case like this. And we should point out that they have now taken it out of the military police's hands, put it into the civilian criminal system. Now that this criminal charge has been filed. Exactly. And I think that, that the fact that this this is the course they have chosen to take this out of military police and, as you mentioned there, uh, give that charge over to the civilian courts to process. The Department of National Defense was saying that this is specifically because of limitations in the military justice system. And, of course, we've heard over and over again those concerns from people who have come forward to committees to share their experiences, really questioning whether the military justice system was equipped and set up, um, really fundamentally structured to handle uh, investigations of, of this nature against senior individuals and of course Vance's is not the only senior uh, senior current or former leader in the military who is facing allegations and, and this really does kind of raise questions now about whether we will see this this uh, this path 
forward chosen in some of the other uh, investigations yeah. that remain underway. Yeah, and, and that's always been a constant discussion is, is can the military framework handle this sort of thing. Um, another story that you just published this morning uh, on Global News, kind of shocking. Uh, I guess the headline here, more than 2,000 reports of sexual misconduct within the Canadian military in the last five years. 2,000? Two th more than 2,000, yes. So the, this is updated data. The military has been tracking uh, reports of sexual misconduct submitted through the chain of command since 2018. Those go back to 2016, and this is really using their centralized system. Now, it doesn't capture everything. Experts have noted sure. that there is quite a lot that does not get included in this. Um, but from what, what has been actually reported through the military chain of command, yes, we're looking now at more than 2,000 reports of sexual misconduct included in that nearly a third of those reports are for incidents of alleged sexual assault as well and we've seen those numbers increase um, over the last couple of years here as well although it's it's difficult to say what is driving that increase whether it's there there have been some changes to the data that is collected whether it's been um this broader kind of conversation and, and cultural moment right. that the military is having. Um, so really a, a lot of a lot of um, unknowns here, but certainly we can say that the, the number of reports that they have been receiving are, are going up. So, I mean, I guess the overall thing here with all of this, Amanda, is the fact we've talked about this for so long and it doesn't appear that any headway is being made at all. And that's where the focus and that's where a lot of the pressure now is, of course, is how do we get a handle on this situation? And what we hear all the time is it's the culture of the military. So what work is being done on that front? And obviously, this will just add fuel to that fire. Yeah, it's a tricky question. You know, I think I think that really is at the the center of all of these conversations right now. Is is what um, what can be done and what needs to be prioritized uh, out of all of the possible options that that are being explored right now. There is an independent review underway. Yep. This was ordered back in April by the government. Uh, it's being led by former Supreme Court Justice uh, Louise Arbour. Uh, th that's scheduled to take about a year, but we do know that she is expected to submit interim reports um, and really focusing specifically on the need to create an independent system for handling sexual misconduct reports in the military. This was a key recommendation back in 2015 when this kind of first landmark report on the problem came out uh, didn't happen. The Liberals did not take up that recommendation, implement that when they came into power in 2015 after that report was put out and they've gotten a lot of criticism for that that really is the central focus and um urging from experts right now is that you if you're gonna fix the problem if you're gonna really get serious about tackling this there has to be an independent way for these these allegations to be handled yeah exactly and we've talked about it so long there has to be some action enough talk but uh, thank you so much for the insight as always amanda we really appreciate your time thank you that's Amanda Connolly, a reporter with Global News, and uh, her and um, Mercedes Stevenson have just done remarkable work. In fact, the Global News reporting has been mentioned uh, in the criminal proceedings involving General Jonathan Vance. They have absolutely been championing this cause and uh, actually bringing about real change, which is the goal of any journalist. So kudos to them.